In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we pray tonight. We ask for mercy. But as we go into the teachings tonight, into this lesson, we ask, Father, that you would help us to ascend in our thoughts, in our heart, in the name of Jesus. We ask, Father, that you elevate our spirit, soul, and body, even to come into the impartation of this teaching even into that which you have designed this to do for us in this season, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, Hamita, we thank you. Give you all the praise. Give you all the praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Semika, thank you, Father. Give you all the praise. Semihatefina, Elino, Angahaya, Embrafina. Elinta, Elita Va, Mishika Fina, Kaida Oh, Father, we thank you. Who massive Hashi the fair, Erna Safina Makaya, Mata Fina Kaya. Oh, no Mahasa Fena Ketaka, the Nomoshi the Fenimus of the fair, the Kaya Makaya. Tie massive Kaya, Makaya, the Fina Siva Kaya. Ah, Father, we thank you. Jesus, Sima Kau, Arina Hal Missifina Kaya. Elna, Elna Thank you, Jesus. Give you all the praise. Oh, Father, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for answered prayers. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Uh, I welcome everyone tonight into a live class. Oh, thank you for everyone for joining. We are in uh, chapter six now. Uh, chapter six says it's, it's, it's called the laying on of hands. So we'll be looking at the laying on of hands uh, today. Um, first of all, I want to uh, appreciate all uh our pastors that are here, Pastor Jeff, uh, Pastor Ceci, and uh, also Pastor Femi. Uh, thank you for all that you do for us. We appreciate you and we love you. Um, and also I want to uh, thank you all for entrusting me with this uh, lesson today. And uh, just pray that... Uh, the help of the Lord would uh, help us tonight to get what the Lord wants for us in this teaching. Uh, I want to thank uh, Pastor Ceci for all the pre previous teachings. We just finished the um, you know, baptism of the Spirit, and uh, was a was a was a bliss was a was a great blessing. Um, thank God, and also even the the question and answer session. Thank you, Pastor Jeff, for, for helping us, and it was such a blessing. Uh, so going to lean on of hands today. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll just tell uh, the dean of uh, of this uh, teaching, Pastor Ceci, and uh, the vice chancellor, uh, Pastor Jeff. You know, I'm not... Uh, this topic, lean on of hands, I, I believe this is a more appropriate uh, lesson for them but because me I'm just a I don't know if I'm, I'm qualified for associate professor I think I'm I think I'm just a 
PhD. Well, I don't want to say PhD. I was, I mean, I would say I'm, I'm still, in, I'm still a student too. So, if, if by any means, uh, I'm saying something, just quickly call me back and uh, put me in the right direction. Um. So, Dino and Vice Chancellor, thank you for entrusting me with this teaching today. Uh, all right. Uh, so, um. The I want to say laying on of hands. We are looking at the the doctrine of the laying on of hands. I believe this. Um, I think uh, I can I can point to the past uh, teaching we had. Um, I, I believe it was last year when we uh, looked at the different. Uh, Baptism, so the doctrine of baptisms, and we learned that uh, I think that's the elementary principle of, of the doctrine of Christ uh, that we're looking at in Hebrews chapter six. And there, I, be, I believe they mentioned uh, this as well, the laying on of hands. And then from there, we we'll talk about uh, the teaching uh, concerning the, the baptism of the spirit. So uh, we can see as the lesson is progressing, I mean, we, we learned about the doctrine of baptism generally, uh, and uh, we know that uh, it's, it's an awesome, uh, knowing that one of the things that uh, we learned from there also is that uh, the doctrine of baptism is something that happens, or when we talk about baptism, it just means immersion, right? It needs to be immersed. And this, this uh, baptism is something that you know, goes on throughout our Christian journey. So we, we keep getting deepened into the spirit. We keep getting um, baptized. You know, it's not something we can exhaust. You know, as we grow, keep getting you know, you know, baptized and more and more and keep getting deepened and being immersed in the spirit. Uh, so uh, one of the things that... Uh, mm, One of the things that uh, Inside, Ayata, Emsa, 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 Emsa. Thank you, Jesus. Um, all right. Uh, sorry for that. I don't know if um, we have a Pastor Cecil, Pastor Femi there that can you know, just help us a bit. And uh, the interpretation there, if not, I'll just uh, continue. Catafediata barada, a cotafene tovediacha, chechevediata bala tafere, tafene metafira, catafiana mashka tu viniate, hence I to fear to fear to fear to fear, catafiri cartofia, the catia for the fear, a catofia, I to fetofia, I catafia, I catafia, I to finema catafia, I to fanamatifia, no macadaya die, a dear that die. 
te balato fian te pia te porato me kian te pia ande. I am my spirit. I bring grace. I bring grace. I bring help. I bring help. I bring grace to you. I give you grace. I give you help. I bring help. I bring you help. I bring you help. I bring you help. I bring you help for to help everyone, for to help us, for to help us, for to help us to move, for to help us to come comprehend but to help us to understand i bring grace i bring grace i bring hell stay the spirit thank you so much sir thank you very much thank you Holy spirit all right uh i'll just rely on uh, on, on the spirit as we go so laying on of hands so brooding also so if we have the book, we can, you know, just follow along. It says, uh, brooding thoughts. So what we'll be looking at in this teaching is uh, we'll be looking at what is the laying on of hands, right? What is it all about? What are some operations of, of laying on of hands in the Old and New Testament? So pretty much well, what ways have we seen the laying on of hands in the Old Testament and in the New Testament? Uh, how is laying on of hands practiced? Uh, so as a you know, regular practice uh, with regards to you know, ministering to the sick and those oppressed uh, uh, or those possessed by evil spirits. Um, also, we we'll look at it in, in regards to being filled with the Holy Ghost. I know we just you know, learned about you know, the feeling of the Holy Spirit. Uh, or the baptism of the spirit recently. Uh, uh, this one says, uh, okay, we'll also be looking at you know, just separating or um, consecrating saint into you know, ministry offices. We're looking at how laying uh, on of hands is in that uh, aspect. Uh, also, we'll look at what is the ministry of laying on of hands that exists in the New Testament. So, um, like I was saying before, uh, I believe we, we, we've seen this being mentioned when we're looking at the doctrine of baptisms uh, in Hebrews chapter 6. So, uh, let's open Hebrews chapter 6 uh, and we'll go to verse 2. I believe that uh, we can see uh, from there when they were talking about the elementary principles of the doctrine of Christ. So we'll go to Hebrews chapter 6. All right. Uh, let me see if we have a, our, our Bible readers around. And if not, you know, if anybody wants to help us, that would be great. But uh, I don't know if uh, we have Wesley around. I don't think so. I've not seen him. But... Uh, it's okay, it's okay. Let me start. Uh, somebody wants to help us? Oh, oh. that's Wesley. All right, there you go. Uh, good evening, all. Thank you. Uh, please, are you able to help us read uh, Hebrews chapter 6? Verse, I think we should read from verse 1 to 2. Hebrews chapter 6, 1 to 2. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not 
prevail against the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God for the doctrine of baptism and of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. Thank you so much. So here we see here of the doctrine of baptism and of laying on of hands. Laying on of hands. And of resurrection of Jesus. Laying on of hands. Um, so that's uh, our main, you know, I would say that's where you know, we can, if you're looking at uh, you know, where the scripture mentioned what laying on of hands is or the doctrine it's you know, stated clearly here that one of the elementary principles of the doctrine of Christ is the laying on of hands. And we see it being practiced, uh, you know, as Christians all around, you know, you might have, we might have seen it before, it might look strange. Now, why do they, why do these people carry hand and put on others? And what does that mean, right? So, but uh, before we start going ahead, uh, we'll also have us read uh, uh, Act chapter 8, and we'll read from verse 14 to 21. Uh, Act chapter 8, 14 to 21. Um, Brother Wesley, if you can help us read it, that will be great. 14 to 21. It says, um, Now when the apostles reached their Jerusalem head that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, whom, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was not falling, for as yet he was falling upon none of them. Only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then laid they their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. And when Simon saw that through laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given. He offered them money, saying, Give me also this power, that on whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with power. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter. But thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Amen. Thank you. So we see here, we just seen where you know, they're talking about the, the apostles um, you know, praying and laying hands on people. And when they did that, people received the Holy Ghost. And Simon, seeing that he wanted the power, he would try to, to buy them out. Um, but Peter rebuked him. Amen. Uh, let's just go and it says uh, one of the things that is essential concerning uh, the, the doctrine of the laying of hands is that it is uh, that the laying of hands is one of the fundamental principles of the doctrine of Christ, just as I've mentioned. Uh, and of course, we say fundamental principle because um, fundamental is almost like uh, primary. Uh, the in a in a way, foundation is is foundational. So it's 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 a it's almost like a background that a believer should have 
It should be part of the foundational building of a, of a believer, right? Uh, and of course, there, there are things that the scripture referred to, right, as the fun, fundamental principles of the doctrines of Christ. So if it is a, if it, uh, if laying of hands is a, is a fundamental principle, it means it's something that we should know and we should understand. And so that when we understand them, we can apply ourselves to learning them. Oh, so let me put this way to, I say, yeah, to learning them, um, but we can apply ourselves in understanding so that when we see it at play, Number one, we don't despise it in our heart, and our heart is open. You know, some of some of those things can be an hindrance to believers. When a believer, you know, is in a meeting and you know, is seeing maybe leaning of hands, and in their heart they don't they don't know what that is, they don't understand, and it might seem foolish or odd that why are they laying hands on people? And in a way, it can it can scare up uh, and uh, it, it had posture of unbelief in a way. It's possible that that could hinder. A believer from enjoying or uh, uh, receiving all that a believer ought to have, right? So it's a teaching that uh, every young believer must have, right? And when we have that, it's going to be a you know a healthy start for us as believers. Uh, it's good to know that in the in the Christian faith uh, is. No, the laying on of hands is a doctrine that is backed up by scripture. And also we can see it you know, throughout you know, the scripture, you know, from the Old Testament and then the New Testament. So it's not just something that let's say, you know, there is it's, it's possible that we can look at the, the laying on of hands as just something that is certain certain people would do. Or just you know, few it's just specific to certain people, and it's not it's not for everybody. Or as some people practice it, and you know it is wrong. But laying out of hand is a fundamental teaching, and laying out of hand is something we should understand and know what it's for. So when it is being done, you know we don't have any hindrance against the flow of the spirit because Holy Spirit can lead someone to do that. Right, it's a flow. Right. When I say flow, I'm not just talking about this flowing onto, you know, onto a believer, but you know, the arrangement, or let me put it this way, the uh, it, it's part of the, uh, I'll say, administration of the Spirit. The, the Holy Spirit can just cause it to happen and, you know, you know flow and then lead um, uh, a saint or a, a believer or, you know, uh, our fathers in the Lord to just you know, lay hands. And if a heart is positioned wrongly, it's possible uh, because of lack of understanding, it might hinder us you know, as believers, you know, from you know, knowing and making full profit of it, right? And all the spiritual blessing that, it com- that comes with it from that you know, practice. Now, uh, we can look at, let's say, Hebrews, uh, sorry, we just read Hebrews chapter 6. Uh, we can also look at uh, no, Timothy, just as you know, we see in Timothy how Paul was talking and he, ma- he made mention of certain gift that was given to him by the laying on of hands of the uh, say elders or uh, pivotry. Uh, I'll read, let's just you know, read the first Timothy chapter four, verse 14. I think it's good to read it because I think there might be some reference uh, to that. So first Timothy chapter four, verse 14. 
First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. He says, so this is Paul to Timothy. He neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Right? And in other translations or uh, New King James, the privilege also means elders, uh, by the elders. Uh, and so this, this thing is, 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 is showing us uh, just you know, different aspect uh, from the New Testament concerning the doctrine of the laying on of hands. So the laying on of hands is not something to despise. It's not something that is strange. It is uh, a doctrine that is established by God, right? Uh, being administered by the Spirit as He wills, right? Depending on how He wants to to you know, show forth or, or, or impact, right? Because part of the laying of hands, one one of the things that is associated with it that we can all see is it's for impartation. You know, sometimes when they lay hands, uh, it can be for to impact uh, a a blessing, right? It can be for imp just impartation. And uh, no, we'll see how this, this, this plays out, you know, generally. But uh, just moving on, uh, it, uh, the, the laying on of hands is a teaching and practice both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. So we can look at examples of, you know, the laying on of hands from the Old Testament uh, the, the you know, there, there are different examples there, but let's just look at, um, okay, so the New Testament here, we just read Hebrews 6, so we know, but let's move to the Old Testament so we can see, have a side uh, in the Old Testament concerning the laying on of hands. So Leviticus chapter 4, uh, verse 4, and then uh, some, we'll see it Acts, Chapter 8, verse 17 and 18. Um, I, I think we already read you know, just part of it earlier. But I think this was just, you know, just for more emphasis. So maybe we just, because we, we read this chapter 18 already. Uh, but let's let's read Leviticus chapter 4, uh, verse 4. Leviticus. Yes, please. And he shall bring the bullock onto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation for the Lord, and shall lay his hand upon the bullock's head and kill the bullock before the Lord. Amen. Let's read verse 15. Yes. Same chapter, verse 15. So, <clears throat> and the elders of the congregation shall lay their hands upon the head of the bullock before the Lord, and the bullock shall be killed before the Lord. Okay, uh, we can read verse 24. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of the goat and kill it. In the place where they kill the bond offering before the Lord, it is a sin offering. Offering, Amen. So, 
Now, this example they're giving us in the Old Testament is regarding the ordinance that the Lord was giving to Moses. He was explaining uh, concerning how to offer for sins or say an instruction regarding sin offering. So we can see here that these three different uh, verses that we read is referring to uh, different set of people that the Lord was referring to. The Lord talked about a priest, if he had committed a sin or uh, trespassed, right? Uh, there is a way to offer for sin. And then also the people, uh, if they sin and they want to offer for sin, there's a way they can do that. So the elders will lay the, their hand on a goat, right? And also, uh, I believe uh, uh, for the last one that we read is for a ruler. So the, you know, if, the, if the ruler sins, Right, and he will lay his hand on the goat, and you will see this all these things that the scripture is talking about, like laying on of hands. So the priest will lay hands on the goat, uh, the elders will lay hands on the goat, uh, the, the the ruler will lay hands on the goat, and then they will kill the goat, and then they will offer the goat according to the instructions. Now we are seeing all these things that the Lord, you know, is showing. I know is is. Is, is a practice that we see we clear in the Old Testament. Of course, in this in this in this season, they were laying hands on those goods almost in a way to transfer. But trans is it's almost like a transfer transference to transfer um, the I'll say it's to transfer the sin from the people to the goat. Almost like the goat bearing their iniquity, their sin. And then they offer the goat, right, a sacrifice in order to make, you know, a, pretty much make an atonement for, you know, that trespass or their sin, right? So it's, you can see the laying of hands in, in being, or let me put the being activated for transference of, of things, let me put it that way, or as a transference. But there are things that can be transferred by the laying of hands, Right. Uh, it's not everything that can be transferred. So, and, and I think one of the things that we'll be seeing in this lesson is that two major things we see with the laying on of hands is there is for impartation and there's for transference. And they all have their, their mean, their use, right? That the Lord used them for. Right? So we'll first look at this transference aspect. And, you know, there, there, there are many, you know, ideas that we have because laying on of hands. Sometimes we even think laying on of hands there's transference for some things that is actually impartation, right? And I believe this will also clear, you know, that misconception, you know, for us. So laying on of hands, laying on of hands is, is, can be a means of transferring or for imparting, right? Now, what are the things that can be transferred by the laying on of hands? Now, of course, we just read in the Timothy, right? Um, what they were talking about, uh, you know, uh, the gift given to thee by prophecy, you know, with the laying on of hands, of course, right? Uh, that's, that's an aspect of, you know, transferring of, of things. Of course, in that aspect, it's more like a grace, right? Grace given. So you can see you can see graces at work in people or uh, in, in 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 people. Let me put it that way. Uh, by 
by the Lord transferring things to their graces to them, right? If hands are laid upon them, right? <laughs> so we just see that, that they are talking to us about Timothy, where he, he, was, he received graces or gifts by the laying on of hands. And of course, we'll see later, but this, this transference of gifts, they're not talking about the gift of the Spirit here. They're just talking about graces, right? Just graces, but just let's move forward. So when we're talking about the transference or a true delay of what can be transferred, one of the things that can be transferred is anointing. So when hands are laid, anointing can flow from the hand of the, he that is laying hands on someone to the body of the person that is being that the hand is being laid on, right? So when uh, anointing is transferred, there are, it's not, it's not, uh, this anointing can be for healing and miracles. So this, we are talking particularly, or let me put it this way, we are talking particularly concerning healing and the miracle anointing. So, for example, we can see you no know, laying none of hands on the sick, you no, know, in, in the scripture. Uh, I believe uh, when Paul was, I, I believe it was Paul when he was uh, you know, talking to Timothy, yes, I believe, uh, you know, talking about you know, if someone is sick, you can have the elders come, pray, you know, lay hands and pray for the sick, right? So part of that is you know, when they lay hands and pray, it could activate the healing anointing to heal those that are sick. Or sometimes, you know, for miracle, miracle can happen. Or maybe you, I mean, let, a, a typical example is, you know, you are, you know, you are you know, watching maybe a, a, a TV program and then, uh, in, in the, or maybe you are actually in a meeting and, you know, the, the minister just comes and then, you know, sees someone maybe sick. I, I can just lay hands on them, pray for them. And all of a sudden, they just... You know, start walking. For example, maybe they are crippled and they can, they can just stand up and start walking. What has just happened is anointing was transferred to create a healing miracle or healing, to create healing or a miracle anointing. Amen. But just to see that in scripture, let's go to Mark chapter uh, 16, verse, verse 18. Uh, let's just see quickly what that has to say. Mark 16, verse 18. This, this is Jesus talking. I, I think we're also mentioning, you know, talking around this you know, scripture last last week, uh, last week Monday. Now, this was Jesus talking about the signs that will follow them that believe, right? Uh, and part of the thing that we can see is that they say, if you believe, you can lay hands on the sick, and uh, what, and they shall recover. Amen. Um, I think we read Mark 16. Let's read Act 19.11 as well, and then Act 14.3. Let's read Act 19.11 uh, first. Acts chapter 19, verse 11. Yes. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. Mm. Let's, let's read from verse 17, actually. Acts Yes, let's from uh, sorry, verse 
Did I say 17? Sorry. I can make a mistake. So act, let's read act 19. Let's read from verse 9. Verse 9, yes. So, sorry, sir. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, it's better. Okay, now. okay. Okay, sorry about that. My bad. So Acts chapter 19, um, sorry, you said from verse what? That's from verse 9. From verse 9. 9. 11. Yes. All right. It says, but when divers were hardened and believed not, but spake evil of that way before the multitude, he departed from them and separated the disciples, disputing daily in the school of one Tyrannus. And this continued by the space of two years, so that all the which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. So we are seeing how the Lord is using you know, Paul for miracles by his hand i believe he must have been laying hands on those that were sick uh, and also uh to create for miracles to to take place you know there are all kinds of miracles you know for example someone can be crippled not lay hands on them uh even if the leg leg is uh caught you can grow leg back or uh, it's still it's still around healing right yeah. But what we are seeing here is, is just the transference of anointing from the hand, right? So the Lord, so some, a man can be so anointed, the Lord can anoint a man so much that, you know, you can just take out of that, can, the Lord can allow a transference from them, from their hand. So for example, when we have ministers, ministry, most of the time, right? The Lord anoints them to minister. In the midst of the ministration, the Lord can just move them to lay hands. And the anointing that is on them, the Lord can allow it to transfer, right? For healing or miracles, right? That can take place. It's, this thing is, is highly spiritual. It's just a spiritual operation. The Lord arranges that. It's the one that, you know, can cause that to happen in a meeting, uh, uh, maybe, uh, you know, teaching is going on. And one of the things about, about this thing, Washa, we're talking about the, the laying on of hands, right? And they're also talking about, uh, you know, God you know, rotting miracles by the hand of, of Paul, right? Uh, <laughs> this laying on of hands is... Is is a is a is a is a practice that we've seen. Let me put it that way. I've I've seen you know in different different. Uh, while I was growing up, I didn't even know what it meant at that time. Uh, I just knew that I would just see people, pastors, pastors in my church. They would just lay hands on people, pray for them. Sometimes some are, some are sick. You know, some are not. Maybe they just a special call. They call them out. You know, pray for them. And then later, we just start hearing testimonies. Right. Oh, ah, the pastor prayed this and then I, I, I was sick but in my body. But as they prayed for me, I was, all of a sudden I was healed. So the Lord can cause anointing to flow from a minister and then move into the body of those that are, are sick. And then that anointing can cause healing to take, pray, to take place. Mm -hmm. Amen. 
Amen. Uh, so what is what what we are looking at there is the transference of the anointing. So the Lord can cause anointing to transfer for healing and miracle, right? Uh, yes. But the thing they also that uh, the laying of the Lord can also allow through the laying of hands is blessings. Mm. Now, the Lord can cause blessing to come upon a believer by just allowing the minister pray, lay hands just to impart blessing or to transfer blessing. So, and again, let's not forget the, the way the way you no know, the Lord is you know, showing us this thing, right? Is is laying is through the laying on of hands. So anointing can flow from the hand and then move into the body for the purpose of blessing a believer. Right. Amen. Yeah. Now we can see, and now what are the examples of that we can see? We can see you know examples, and I think we should quickly read uh, Genesis uh, 48 verse 17. And let's read from verse 16, actually, from verse 16 to 18. Okay. So Genesis chapter 48, yes. 16 to 18. The angel which redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads, and let my name be named on them, and the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. And when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand upon the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. And he held up his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head onto Manasseh's head. So we see, we see Joseph. So we can, okay, I'm talking about blessing here. So we see Joseph here trying to fight for the firstborn. Yes. Why? Because, because the, 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 the patriarchs, even their sons, they all know the meaning of the laying of hands for blessing. Yes. When they want to, in short, when they want to bless, they'll call them, lay hands on them, and pray. Mm. And that, they can transfer blessing like that. Yes, sir. In most time, that's that's what we see in scripture. Even uh, in this one, where because uh, normally you're supposed to pray for the firstborn, because the firstborn ought to carry the blessing. So when when Joseph now saw that ah, Father, you are, you can't put the blessing on the uh, the junior, put it on the first. In part, this laying on of hand, so he now took the hand from the head of Ephraim. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. So put it uh-huh. man I said take but the father now told him see you will also be great but this one will be greater mm. so therefore let me lay hands on him and pray for him for that blessing so blessing can be transferred through the laying on of hands through the laying on of hands now I mean if you, if you, if it comes to to this aspect of you know, blessings. We've seen it in many, many times where the Lord can cause a, an anointing for, for such a blessing. Where a minister will just come all of a sudden, you know, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, just have, oh, somebody said the Lord wants to bless you, then come and then come them, bring them forth, lay hands on them and pray for them. And the Lord can cause 
the blessing anointing so can cause the anointing for to transfer blessing onto such a person. Amen. Amen. So when we're talking about the laying of hands, there are things that can be transferred with the laying of hands. So like we said, right? Blessing and yes. also anointing. anointing. So anointing specifically, right? Healing and miracle anointing. Right. Now, one of the things that we also see that can be transferred is wisdom by the laying of hands. So wisdom can be transferred. Now, this wisdom transfer now is can also, is also, can also be a spirit transfer in a way, if I can use that word. Hmm. Now, let's go to Deuteronomy uh, 34, uh, and then we'll read from verse 7 to 9. Yes, sir. So Deuteronomy 34, 79, and Moses was an hundred and twenty years old when he died. His eyes was not dim, nor his natural force abated. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened unto him, and did as the Lord commanded Moses. Amen. Amen. So you see, now that you are showing us how wisdom can be transferred to the laying of hands. So Joshua came into... Uh, being f- filled with wisdom, or let's say became full of wisdom because Moses laid hand on him. Imagine Moses, right, that has been moving Israel and how the Lord was leading Moses, right, with the, the deposit of wisdom upon him, you know, just relating with God, all those deposits there. All he had to do was he lay hands on Joshua, prayed for Joshua, right, yes. pretty much and by, by that anointed him. If I can mm. use that word, right? Yes. He laid hands on him, prayed for him, and the this let me put the, the spirit of wisdom upon him, right? Began to operate also in Joshua. So Joshua became full of wisdom. Now, this thing is is a, is a spiritual this spiritual wisdom is, is a is a is a spiritual wisdom in a way is a is, it's not no no this wisdom is not somebody just being wise but they say, this one is spiritual mm. and we can see that as how uh Moses was displaying such for example right in the way Moses was working with God he was with wisdom imagine when the Lord said you know what I want to remove all Israel and then Moses came and began to plead, Lord, ah, don't do such a thing. In a way, it's, it's mm. wisdom. Yes, sir. If, if you destroy these people, what would the agent say? They will say you brought them out so you could not bring them to the promised land, so therefore you killed them. Yes, sir. In a way, it's still wisdom. In a way, you know, operating in him. And also, the way he, he was instructing Israel, leading Israel, it's by wisdom. You can't lead such a people without wisdom. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm sure they didn't tell us all that happened. I mean, we we, we were seeing a little, 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 little glimpse, right? Of, you know, people will come, they'll tell him, is it you that the Lord has really said to lead us? And then all of a sudden, 
the Lord will instruct him in a way, in a kind of wisdom. Okay, all of you, come. Let's go and meet the Lord. Let's, let's see what he will have to say. That's the way he was managing the people, right? Yes. Everybody will come to Moses to address issues. They were doing that because they know he had wisdom to help them. Mm. Now, but when I say that, when he was leaving, because this was the moment, this Deuteronomy 34 that we just read, this was the moment that Moses died. Yes, and if he died, and if some part of the wisdom, if it is missing, it will be difficult to lead Israel. So when he lays hands on Joshua, and of course, this thing is also is, you know, is, is a spiritual arrangement. The Lord, if Joshua has been following Moses since, if you, if you look at it, he has been following Moses. You know, he, was, he was there when they sent spies, right? He was mm-hmm. there when, when they were talking about, you know, we, we can take the land was there. He has been following, following. When uh, Aaron died, he was also around, was, a, was around Moses. Always around him. And then I, I believe Moses, like they just told us now, prayed for him, laid hands on him. And as a result, there was a trans, transfer of wisdom from Moses up upon and that transfer is, is, a, is pretty much a spiritual transfer. The spirit, spirit upon that's upon uh, Moses begins to operate upon Joshua. The spirit. So that you can transfer spirit. I want to say spirit is, uh, you know, you can, because you, can, you can call it partly grace in a way. Yes. You can call it that in a way. But you're talking about taking part of what Moses had and then putting upon uh, upon Joshua. We can also see something similar like that. When the Lord told Moses, ah, and then he said, bring all the, I believe that was the time he was, he was arranging uh, Israel, how they are going to be around the, 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 the tabernacle. I think it was already setting them up. Uh, he was already set how they would, you know, pitch their tent. Uh, I think at some point later, he called and I said, call uh, the 72 people. I think it was 72 princes that he called. And the Lord now told him, say, I will take part of the spirit upon you and put on them. Mm. Right? So it's almost like, just, I'm just using that to just explain how God can transfer things. Right? Yes, so the Lord can take part from someone and then distribute. Mm. So when we see you no know, people praying, laying hands, no, let's pray. It's not that you know it is not right. Laying on of hands is a doctrine that the Lord has said. And if you ask me, I'm pretty sure that Jesus lay hands on the sick to pray for them. Yes, sir. Lay hands to, to heal the sick, right? <laughs> so just saying that these are things. That the Lord, you know, uh, did Himself. So laying out of hands can can the Lord can transfer wisdom through that, and we can see it in this in the example of Scripture here. And then the last one that I will talk about is, that I mentioned briefly is the is our graces, graces and gifts. Or well, let me say gifts, but we call them graces. So graces. No, or gifts, so you cannot see the gift as a grace, right? Not the gift of the spirit. 
but let's, to, to, to understand, let's quickly read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse uh, 5 to 6. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5 to 6. To 6, yes. When I call to the remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee, by the putting on of my hands. Yes. To stir up the gift that is in thee by the putting on of my hands or by the laying on of my hands. So, of course, Paul has prayed or lay hands on Timothy, prayed for him, and by that imparted gift upon him. Yes, right? sir. And we can also see Paul, right? I believe talking to uh, is it the Corinthians church? No, not Corinthians, sorry. Uh it says if by any am I am I impart some spiritual gift? Uh Corinthians. Corinthians? I think it's the Corinthians church. I think it's Romans. It's Romans. 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 Romans Romans 1 was in my head. I was wondering. Okay. Yes. Romans 1. When Paul was was saying to them that he wish he could come to them, right, and impart some spiritual gift that to the end they might be established, right? So, Paul was laid hands on Timothy, right? And some of the graces upon Paul was transferred unto him. They stir up the gift or the grace that is in thee by say by the laying on of my hands. So it's possible to transfer grace, gift, right? By the laying on of hands. Now, this reminds me of a story that, uh, and Pastor said, maybe you can, maybe you know more about this one here, that you know, Reverend mentioned. No, uh, I don't know if anybody, if we've seen uh, Pastor Moses ahead. Pastor Moses in EGF, and one of the one of the things that you know Reverend mentioned was there was a time that the Lord moved him to come to Reverend forever to be praying for him. I believe Reverend was laying hands on him, praying for him, and after a while, administrative uh, the the grace to to have administration, if I can be that way, to arrange things, organize, just began to walk upon him seamlessly, mm. seamlessly. And it, and it was, it's evident, you can see the grace when, you know, he's walking you know, with the team. And you know, sometimes, you know, you may not even see, but, you know, just being privileged to see some of the things he's, he's working with, you can tell that there's just grace of, for this thing that is upon him to, to, for administration to arrange, to organize, all those things begin to work. So it's possible for gift to be transferred by the laying on of hands. Ah. Amen. Amen. Now, now, now talking about this gift, right, is now what brings us to not discussing the aspect concerning the gift of the spirit. Now, you can't transfer the gift of the spirit by laying hands on people. Yes. So, the Holy Spirit also cannot be transferred 
by laying hands on people. Hmm. Now, you will say, ah, what do you mean? We've seen you with the laying hands and the spirit came upon them. Yes, that one is something different. Now, you can't transfer Holy Spirit. Number one, Holy Spirit is not yours to give. Yes, sir. Right? It's not yours to give. It's God that gives without measure. It's God that gives the Spirit. It's God that distributes, right? These things. God that gives. The gift of the Holy Spirit can only be given by God. Now, you can't transfer Holy Spirit from, your, from you to somebody else. You can, you can, you can trans, there, there can be transference of graces, like we've heard, but when it comes to the Holy Spirit, you cannot transfer Holy Spirit. Neither can you transfer his, his, his gifts by the laying on of hands. Hmm. Now, for the, when it comes to Holy Spirit, to, and we see you know, the, the doctrine of the Holy Spirit, of course, we've seen it in, in scripture. So, for example, in that, in, in that uh, book of Acts 19, verse 6, right? Uh, I think we also read uh, Acts 19 earlier, right? Now, yes. in, verse, in verse 6, uh, if you can quickly read it. Uh, if, you are, if you are still there, can Act, quickly help us read it. Yes, Acts 19, verse, verse 6. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they speak with tongues and prophesied. Prophesied. Mm-hmm. I believe this was when Paul, man, Paul came to Ephesus and he met certain believers. They were not filled with the spirit and they were not baptized. And he asked them, are you baptizing this? They, they are telling him, we don't know which Holy Spirit you are talking about. Yes. Ah, then I said, ah, with what, uh, unto what are you baptized? Then I said, yeah. they received the baptism of John. Then Paul was explaining to them, ah, the baptism of John is unto repentance. This baptism is unto repentance. But there is another baptism that you need to have, right? Yes. There's another baptism that you need to have, and this baptism is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And we you know we, we we've learned a lot about this in this in the last four weeks, which was awesome, right? <laughs> so Paul said that they need to be baptized. Then Paul lays hands on them. And as he laid his hands upon them, the spirit came upon them and they were baptized. Amen. 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 And as the spirit came upon them, they began to prophesy, began to prophesy. (laughs) So this experience, that one is not a transference. Yes, sir. Right? Now, that one is called the, the pouring forth. So you can't, you can't, you can't transfer Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Holy Ghost is given by God, and it's God that says he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Now, yes. that is in the book of Joel, chapter 2, I believe, right? Joel, yes, chapter 2, uh, verse 28 and 29. I think we can read that. I mean, of course, I know most of us know this scripture, right? That I will pour out my spirit upon all hands. So, it's God that pours his spirit upon people you can't 
you can't you can't lay hands to transfer. Mm. And like I said, it's not yours to give, it's God's, right? So the pouring forth there is God that pours forth his spirit and he can pour, he can give the Holy Spirit, he can baptize you with the Holy Spirit by pouring spirit upon a soul. And this thing is what believers should enjoy. See this pouring of the spirit, we can't outgrow it. Hmm. It is this pouring of the spirit is, is, is honestly, if we can perpetually be under this activity of the pouring of the spirit, right? As you are growing to be a child, as you are growing from a child to an adult in the Lord, as we, as you keep growing, as we are growing, we actually have more capacity to receive the pouring of the spirit. So it's, yes. it's almost it's almost something that we just should be just be drinking and smoking mm. every day. The spirit just keep receiving the pouring. The Lord says it will pour forth His spirit, and if God gave His spirit without measure unto Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right, he gave this without measure. It means that there's something where the spirit is God is just from him, just pouring the spirit like an open tap. I think sometimes it's all that takes break. We'll, we'll, go, we'll come out of the tap. We do our thing. Sometimes the Lord will now have to be rearrange our way, and then one way or the other, and they will just take us back into the tap, and then we'll keep receiving. Right, the, the God is ever ready to pour. And it will yes, keep sir. pouring as much as we are ready and yes, willing sir. and ready to yield to him. He's, he's ready to fill us with his spirit. Mm. So we can't say that I am filled today. Then let me wait for another 10 years. No. If you are filled today, be filled tomorrow again. Mm. Yes, sir. If you are filled tomorrow, be filled the next day. Yes, sir. So do not be filled, remember, be filled with the spirit uh-huh. speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns uh-huh. right and spiritual songs those are the things you can do every day mm. right yes sir be, be filled so being filled with the spirit is something i mean and of course for us to be filled with the spirit we must we must desire it yes sir this the receiving of the spirit is not something that should be one of, you know, we had a feeling and experience that, you know, maybe five weeks or 10 years ago, and then all of a sudden we are just struggling. We're just, we are, we are, we are crawling. Mm. We are crawling to, to even drink maybe a tiny bit of the spirit. No. This, the spirit should be our daily, our daily breath. You know, spirit is breath. Yes, sir. If you have not smoked spirit in a mm. day, <laughs> you, are, you, you won't be okay. Smoke spirit every day. Just keep smoking it. If the word now they are smoking marijuana, we are not smoking marijuana. The spirit will smoke. Mm. Be, high, be high in the spirit. Be yes. high in the spirit. Amen. Because the Lord is pouring forth his spirit upon us. Amen. Amen. Let's, let's move forward. I think we've, we've talked a bit about this, but I just felt that you know this, this pouring forth. That, that that you know we just talked about I felt it's just just something that we should you know just pay attention to. So the Holy Spirit it can only is poured, can be poured for like Jesus, like God said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So it's an outpouring. When we lay when hands are laid upon a believer for to be filled with the spirit, it is the Lord that is pouring his spirit upon such a believer. It is not a transfer, it's just a pouring forth. 
Amen. Now, the gift of the Spirit in itself uh, is not a transference either, but this, this, this scripture referred to, or let me put it this way, it's referred to as an impartation. Hmm. Right? It's referred to as an impartation, like Paul said to the Romans, saying that I so long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. Of course, he's talking about spiritual gift here, which is the, you know, it's referencing the gift of the spirit, right? To the end, he may be established in a way. Of course, when it comes to the gift of the other gift, you know, that also that can also come to, uh, from that. But more focusing on is, for, is Paul talking about imparting yes, sir. the Romans with gift. So the gift of the spirit can be imparted upon a believer. Mm-hmm. So when you lay hands, impartation can happen. Yes. So the gift of the spirit, right? You can't transfer them. They're not transferable. As we've learned in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, right? Uh, from 7 to 11, it says that it is as the spirit wills. Mm-hmm. It is the Holy Spirit that manifests them as he wills. It can, it can choose to manifest the gift upon a believer, he can choose to manifest the gift of faith. He can choose to manifest manifest the gift of prophecy. He can choose to manifest the gift of tongues and interpretation. That is the Holy Spirit. That is that is making those gifts. You know, comfort is the one manifesting them upon a believer. Mm-hmm. You can't transfer gifts. If 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 somebody has a gift. Right? of prophecy. You can't lay hands to transfer prophecy. Oh, hmm. You can't lay hands to transfer gift of faith, but you can lay hands to impart. Hmm. So impartation hmm. can take place by the laying on of hands. So there's a difference between transfer and impartation. So, lay, so when you lay hands right, upon yes. believers, to transfer what you can transfer like we've learned right is gift like graces you can transfer graces healing anointing can be transferred right to cause healing right yes but you can't transfer the gift of the spirit that is the soul ministry of the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost that will manifest the gift. When, when they are imparted, it's the Holy Ghost that will also manifest it in the believer. Okay. So it's the Holy Spirit that will cause all those gifts to be activated and begin to walk inside the believer. So it's not transference. So because somebody lay hands to pray for the believer does not mean they transfer the gift to them. What just happened is that it's an impartation of the Spirit upon a believer, just like Paul said to the Romans, I wish to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. Amen. Amen. So this impartation is is as is that as as a minister, right, is led by the Spirit. So as the Holy Ghost wills and He leads, it can cause impartation to happen. Mm. Impartation happens under 
it can happen on I would just what it can happen. Impartation happens under a spiritual atmosphere. So you can be in a meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And you can uh, because of the the, the the flow, Holy Ghost can cause, like I said, the minister to come, or however the Holy Spirit will arrange it, lay hands on believers for impartation of gift. The the ah, okay. Now there is there is also an aspect of this thing that I'm seeing that, but because of of you no know, where we are we're talking from, I'm a little bit just restricted a bit in the sense so that I focus on this first, then we can talk about that one. Amen. Yes, because Amen. this impact this impartation really, or let me say the laying on of hands. Now, or let me see, put it this way: even all the elementary principles of the doctrine, I'm beginning to see that they are more of uh, a, an introduction into something that happens later mm. as we grow. Now, laying on of hands can also happen in the spirit without actual laying on of hands. What I, what I mean by that, let me explain that what I mean by that now, is that you can be in a meeting now mm. where teaching is ongoing. As teaching is ongoing, you can begin to see healing taking place. Yes. Uh, or there could be true teaching and impartation of spirit. Yes. Sir. True teaching. For example, somebody can be teaching concerning the gift of the spirit. And as they are teaching concerning the gift, the impartation can be taking place such that Holy Ghost will begin to walk inside believers. Gifts will begin to just pour, pour out. Yes, sir. Many people just become come alive to gift. Is is let me put it this way: the laying on of hands is a physical show of something that is there also in the spirit. In the spirit, yes. But if we understand the laying on of hands now, understanding this impartation, transference, or pour out, pour all those things won't be is won't be a spiritual concept we can't grasp. But because you've seen it been displayed the, you know somebody physically laying hands on someone and there's you know things happening transference of of anointing transference of graces transference of wisdom right mm-hmm. or impartation of gift of the spirit all this has been happening you, you can all those things later on as you begin to grow you can begin to see Holy spirit doing that that actually seen a physical hand. Hmm. I remember a meeting we had recently here in Winnipeg, right? Throughout the teaching, it was just impartation of spirit, just throughout teaching. Who were we talking about? Just talking about the life of God. Hmm. But while talking about the life of God, there different things were happening in the spirit, impartation, the impartation, right? Moving souls towards God, right? Heart being moved, different things, spiritual impartation upon heart. Right, different different partitions taking place just by word, right? And just giving that example there. But that's not the focus of the teaching. But I just thought to mention that because uh is is something that we should be aware of, right? That yes, all these things heaven is showing us, but there's also a spiritual aspect to them that you may not even see that could be happening. But when we understand this concept. Those ones won't be hard to grasp, won't be hard to understand. Yes, but sir. 
But just talking about the, the impartation of the spirit can happen by the laying out of hands, right? That's where we are at, right? And it is as the Holy Spirit wins and as it leads. But let's go on. Now, also, uh, what we call ministry gift, according to the scripture, right, cannot be transferred and cannot be imparted. Imparted. Now, the same way your gifts can be imparted upon a believer, right, for the gift of the Spirit. Now, ministry gift of Christ, that one is different. Hmm. So you have spiritual gift of the Holy Ghost that is in, excuse me, sorry, that is in Corinthians, right, First Corinthians 12. Now, you now have the ministry gift of Christ. Now, this is one. This one is the gift of Christ. And those ministry gifts are, are, like we know, the, the, the five, like we, we know the fivefold ministry apostle, yes. prophet, uh, apostle, teacher. prophet, teachers, evangelists, and uh, pastors. So, those yes. five ministry gifts, you can't impart them. You can't transfer them. Yes, so somebody can't just come one day and say, I want to lay hands on you to be an apostle. Mm. That is wrong. Mm. And, uh, yeah. you, you can't lay hands on people to impart an apostle, apostolic gift upon them. Mm. If, in this sense, I'm talking to you. understand, yes. right? Yes, you can't... Sir. So... Because this gift of Christ, all this apostleship, uh, apostolic, uh, prophetic, uh, teaching, you know, evangelism, those things, they, it are things that, uh, and then the last one, the, the fifth one, right, the pastors, you, they, this, those ones, they have to be grown. They believe have to grow into it. Mm-hmm. It's the Lord that will arrange that. So, or let me put it this way. Uh, this, this ministry gift are callings. Mm. The gift of God, I call it, somebody can be called to be an apostle, he can be called to be a prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist. Right? If you are called to be any of that, they can, nobody can impart anything like, like that to you. Mm. There can be gift, right, that can be imparted to help you to grow into what the Lord has called you into. Yes, sir. But you cannot be imparted with the ministry gift, right? It's like somebody waking up today and then somebody say, come, let me pray for you. Yeah, I pray for you to be a pastor. No, nobody can call, can lay hands to make somebody a pastor. Oh, yes, sir. It's, the, it's the Lord that will call such a person, call them into the ministry, into mm. a ministry. Again. If, you, if they are called to be a pastor, called to be a prophet, called to be an apostle, called to be a teacher or an evangelist. There can be callings in that. And they ha- and those callings, right, are raised upon it. So, so it so have to be raised mm. okay, by the Lord Jesus himself. It's the Lord Jesus that will raise them yes, sir. through his word, right? Mm. And with his word. Yes, sir. And those believers must be led by the Spirit into the ministry. Mm. They must be led into it. If not, okay. such so will, will, will take will take flight. Why? Because mm. they must be they must be led into captivity. They must yes. be they must be 
the Lord's captives. So they must be led into it. Hmm. So nobody can just come and say, ah, let me lay hands on you to be a pastor. No. It's such a thing, it's such a scenario. You may have, you know, if you've seen somebody, maybe see, the Lord said that, that you know, somebody is supposed to be a pastor. Okay. That minister picked what the Lord is calling the believer into. It's just, mm. it's just almost like picking God's mind. So it's a different, that's something that's at work. Right? Yes. To, to maybe to make it clear to somebody that you are called. But because a minister came and said, you are going to be able to go, let's pray for you, the lay hands doesn't mean that they imparted them to become a person. No, they are yes. praying for them, right? <laughs> what can be imparted, uh, or that the spiritual gift can be imparted, yes. but this ministry gift cannot, and it can be transferred. Just because somebody is an apostle, can't come and say, let me pray for you. Let me lay hands on you and then transfer apostolic uh, mantle upon by just mm. laying of hands. Mm-hmm. So there are, you, you may see you may see different different things happening, but you no, know, they may not. They, 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 it, look, it looks as if it's all the same, but it's not. Why? Because somebody lay hands on somebody, they get healed. Somebody lay hands on somebody, they are imparted. Somebody lay hands on somebody, right? Gifts are imparted, right? Doesn't mean that they are all the same, but you see the same operation, right? Uh, laying out of hands, but different operations. Yes. Right? Different operations, but it's the same laying out of hands. But it's different things being operated at those times. Amen. Amen. So, ah, thank God. Though. I know hopefully we can you know, finish. I know this, this lesson is a, is, a, is a short lesson, so I'll try and you know, finish it as, as quickly as possible. But you no, know, still taking my time. Now, when, we, when, when we're looking at the laying on of hands, you know, we've seen that you, know, you can't, laying on of hands, right? You can transfer or impart the gift. Or you can, you can tra- the things can be transferred by laying of hands, right? Impartation can take it by laying of hands, right? Now, what is laying of hands in practice, right? The doctrine of laying of hands is that you actually lay hands. The doctrine of laying of hands is to, is to lay hands. Okay? It's to lay hands. So when laying of hands happens, they lay hands on people. <laughs> so the doctrine of laying on of hands, right? Mm-hmm. Laying on of hands, not laying on of the hand. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is a, is a scripturally practiced, is, is scripturally practiced in the New Testament. Right, there are ways to do that in the New Testament, right? In the following ways, so let me put it this way so it's done in the following ways. I'm just going through the book. Number one, when laying on of hands, it, it can be done in the New Testament for healing the sick and casting out evil spirits, right? So, like, you no, know, like we've, we've seen earlier, right? When you no know, laying of hands takes place, you can transfer healing. And of yes. course, as we're seeing here, with laying of hands in practice can be done for the healing of the sick and casting out of the spirit, right? Now, um, let's read Acts 14, chapter 1 to 3. 
We see an example here. Acts 14, chapter 1 to 3. Yes. And it came to pass in Iconium that they went both together into the synagogues of the Jews and so speak that the great multitude, both of Jews and also of the Greeks, believed. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil affected against the brethren. Long time, therefore, abode they, speaking boldly in the Lord, which gave testimony unto the word of his grace and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hand. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's also let's read Acts nineteen eleven. I know we read it. Read Acts nineteen eleven. Yeah, Acts nineteen eleven. Yes. Eleven says, "And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul." By the hands of Paul. And then let's read Mark uh, sixteen eighteen. I think we read it earlier. So, but let's just read it for for refresh. So Mark chapter sixteen. Verse 18, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Yes. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. They shall recover. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall. So we see in, in all these scriptures, right, how uh, the laying of hands is done for healing, Right? For miracles, and of course, they are also talking about casting out evil spirit, mm. right? So when laying out of hands happen, right, they can cast out. This one is, I mean, in different, different. Uh, I, I'm not seeing a, a, a specific example, but I've just I've seen it uh, in different, different scenarios, right, where uh, they are praying to cast out evil spirit and just lay hands on the believer. And then out in Jesus' name. And then that's it. Mm. And the spirit will leave. Mm. There was, okay, this cousin, I think, was weird. I don't want to scare people, but. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) but I mean, it's good to to know, right? No, there was, no, I, I believe. It was just it was just a, a session that perhaps I saw when just casting out uh, you know evil spirit and, and you're just seeing it live when you're just trying to deal with the spirit and you just go ah, say different things and you know as well, well, no, not, not, not to make it a little bit blurry but it's is the, the the person was just saying things that it was it was clear that no no this is not this is not the person talking. Right, mm. and then they just had to pray for the believer to just cast to cast out the spirit. And also, we see clearly here, right, where healing takes place by the laying on of hands, and, and they are telling us how God worked mighty miracles by the hand of Paul. Yes. Amen. Amen. So, in practice, what can what can they also? Uh, we can also see the practice of the laying out of hands, right? For for ministering the Holy Ghost, mm. right? Yes, sir. 
for ministering the Holy Spirit. Like Pastor Ceci was telling us in the, in the story you know, that we just we heard in the, in, the, in the baptism of the Spirit. So what yeah. you talk to unbelievers, there's just one thing you will tell them. Believe in the Lord, we'll pray for you and receive the Spirit, and then after that we can talk. You can just just try, just just test and see, right? <laughs> so, what he's talking about is pretty much administering the Holy Ghost to get yeah. believers baptized. So, and the thing is that one thing we should know about this baptism is that any saint, right? When ministering the Holy, Spirit, any saint can minister the Holy Spirit, meaning mm-hmm. that you can minister the Holy Spirit. Everybody hearing me today can minister the Holy Spirit. It does not matter whether you just got born again yesterday. You can't minister the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Just understanding that is needed in that area. Right? All of you have to understand. You understand that you can minister the Holy Spirit. Mm. Any saint can minister the Holy Spirit to one to another. So one 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 brother can minister to another who is not filled with the Holy Ghost. If anybody is not filled with the Holy Ghost among you, you can have anybody lay hands on that person and pray for them to be filled. And mm. anybody can do that. And I, I think I like this uh, mission of the Holy Ghost. It's very, very awesome. Amen. Amen. And then you can lay hands, right? for consecration and separation into a work slash many hand. And this, this is what is, you know, uh, this is what is making clear what I was you know, discussing earlier concerning uh, somebody, being, a hand being laid on someone to be called into a ministry, right? It's God that calls. You can't lay hands to call them, right? Yes. But hands can be laid for consecration and separation into a work. Amen. So let's read the book of Acts 13, 1 to 3. We are in the book of Acts now. So just Acts chapter 13, verse 1 to 3. Now the the church that was at Antioch, setting prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius and Serene and mine, which had been brought up with Herod the Petrarch and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. So we can see clearly here where they explained clearly the aspect of calling and separation into a work. And when you look at it, it is the spirit that brought forth the the instruction for separation. Yes, sir. Right? As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me, Barnabas, and so for the work whereunto I have called them. Mm. So because of a calling, like I said, the Holy Spirit made it clear 
to brethren there that some should be someone should be separated onto a walk, right? Yes, sir. Then they called them, right, and lay hands on them for the purpose of separating them into the or, or pretty much consecrating them into a work or a ministry which the Holy Ghost has called them. Mm. Right? So for the work whereunto, I have called, so it's the Holy Ghost that calls. Right? So they lay hands on them to, to, to consecrate them and separate them to the work, not laying hands on them to call them. It is the Holy Ghost that calls men into yeah. a work or into a ministry. Yes, sir. And then you can have elders, pastors, lay hands on them, pray for them to separate them into the work. Mm. Almost like a sent forth into the work. Mm. But it's not a, a ritual to call them. Amen. So Amen. we can quickly read Act 6, uh, verse 1 to 6 as well, uh, just as a good example. Act 6, verse 1 to 6. And in those days, when the number of the disciples were multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministrations. Yes. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not a reason that we should leave the word of God and serve devils. Wherefore, brethren, Looking out among you, seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip, the Procurus and Nicanon and Timon and Paminas and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch, whom they set before the apostles. And when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. On them. Amen. Amen. So, I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure we, I don't know if any of us know this, this story, but this, this is when we have those seven that were separated, right? Yes from amongst the brethren. Mm. Right? Yes. Sir. They were separated into the ministry which they were called into. And after they were called, and of course, is a, a, a wisdom of the Holy Spirit that found those men out, right? Or that made their calling sure mm. to everyone else. Yes, sir. Right? He made it clear. And these seven were called and they lay hands on them and then they prayed for them. Right? Yes. So they lay hands on them to separate them. If for to separate them to attend to the ministry. Right? That they are called into. So. Uh, they were they were they were they were appointed over a business, right? They were appointed over 
the work, you know, where the 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 widows were neglected. Somebody mm-hmm. did to take it. And those people that were caught, they have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. They have to be full of spirit, right? So they yes. got seven, prayed for them, and then lay hands on them to separate them for the work. So you can see when you know, these things are being practiced, maybe you know, a minister just all, all of a sudden, right? Just picked it in the spirit. Ah, this person should be separated for your work. The Lord has called them to something. So they prayed for them, called them, and then prayed for lay hands on them to separate them for the work. Amen. Amen. So laying on of hands can happen like that. So one thing that is very <laughs> One thing that's very important that we also know that I've, I just remember this one that I'm, I'm reading in the in the book here is that it is important to know that it is hands that are to be laid, yes, <laughs> and not legs or head. And I, I can't remember. I think there was a there was a I can't remember. It was a video I saw. Maybe it was maybe it was a joke. I can't remember where the minister was using head, not the. <laughs> <laughs> Was was not yet somebody else, and, and it was supposed to be supposed to be a prayer, <laughs> right? So that's that is not laying on of hand. That's laying on of, that is nodding. It's not even laying on of head, right? <laughs> so you can't lay head on a believer. You can't lay legs on them. Like that prophet, I can't remember which country where he said that he was standing on believers. First of all, he asked, he asked them to go and eat grass. Then later, they standing on the hand. So when legs or head are laid, that one is, is a wrong and a devilish spirit that is in operation. <laughs> so what is in operation is an evil spirit <laughs> <laughs> that is culturally meant to lay head instead of hand. What the Lord, what the Lord set his hand, <laughs> right? Lay hand. And what we see the Lord also stretch is his hand. Yes, sir. The Lord stretched hand. Where the Lord put his leg hmm, is on the earth. The earth is his footstool. Mm. He does not put his leg on the head of men. He will stretch forth his hand. Mm-hmm. The, the, the outstretched arm of the Lord. So the Lord can stretch his hand out. You know, is he, is he, I, I believe it's something the Lord does. I'm sure the Lord, our Father, lay hands on us. We just don't know it. Mm-hmm. Where he's laying hands on you, I mean, when he... Like, like I was saying right earlier, the Lord can lay hands to impart gift, spiritual gift. Perhaps, right? Yes. Maybe we are under a teaching and impartation is taking place. The Lord can just be laying hands on you there as you're in that meeting. The Lord can just be laying hands on you. No physical person is laying hands, but the hand of the Lord can be upon you. If the Lord has blessed somebody with a with a gift to see into the spirit, the can just be seeing maybe a hand upon believers. You just be seeing hand on them. What's happening? Impartation. Mm. What's happening? Gift, healing can be taking place. I can just see hand. And that, that reminds me, like I mentioned in that in that series, this is that happened here in Winnipeg. I, there was somebody that the Lord opened their eyes and they saw, they just saw hand. Mm pointing down on, on some people. And tr- throughout that meeting was, was just impartation. Impartation throughout. Amen. So the Lord can lay hands on you in the spirit. Not, right? The, the hand of the Lord can be straight. Just 
just lay hands. And it's a spiritual thing. So when the Lord uses men even to lay hands, I'm sure it's something he himself does to you and me. Yes, sir. Just more spiritual. It's a spiritual experience that you may not see, but something can happen inside of you. Amen. Amen. So, so we must know that it is hand that they lay, not legs or head or any other part. Hand. Only hand. Amen. Now, Amen. let's look at... Uh, please, if, if I spend a little bit more time today, please bear with me. I mean, this is a, this, what I'm going into now is, is pretty much the last part of this, this lesson. So, because uh, this is, is, is a very, very short lesson. Uh, it says, ministry of laying on of hands. So, uh, an example here that we are seeing here was uh, the example that uh, Reverend Kenneth Egan you know, mentioned in one of his, one of his books. Eh? Uh, let's first of all, before we go there, let's read the book of Acts, chapter eight, verse fourteen to twenty. If you can quickly read that, so Acts chapter eight, verse fourteen to twenty. Yes. And when those which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was falling upon none of them, only that they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then laid they their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. And when Simon saw that through laying on of the apostles' hands, the, the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me also this power. That on whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Amen. Thou hast okay, amen. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter, for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Amen. So don't, don't be angry that we are reading the same scripture over and over and over. It's, it's also part to ensure that it is in our heart too, in a way. And sometimes when you hear scriptures over and over, over and over, over and over, over and over, all of it, after a while, it just becomes almost like a voice mm. that, that begins to talk to you later. Yes. That's why it's good to read scripture over and over as much as we can. Amen. Amen. So, now they are still talking. You no, know, they're, they're talking about you no know, the mission of laying on of hands. Hey, so the Lord Jesus in the visitation that He granted uh, Reverend Higgin, right in 1915, uh, the Lord spoke specifically to him that there is a ministry of laying on of hands. Right then, He was now explaining that to him that Peter and John had that ministry and used it in Act 18. Sorry, Act 8, 14 to 20 that we just read, right? Yes. Where they began to uh, lay hands. They lay hands on people. Yes. Amen. Amen. And when they lay hands on people, people received the Holy Ghost. Now, I guess part of what we, we should learn there also is what the books... Let, let me read that and then we'll go from there. So this, this ministry of laying on of hands is a gift of the Lord by the Holy Ghost through vessels that the Lord has anointed for his purpose. These vessels are always ministry gifts, like Peter and John were apostles. 
right? Ephesians 4 11. So the Lord further enables this ministry gift, that is, those that are called, right, with, the, with this gift, so that they can minister the Holy Ghost to his people. Right in Act 8, 14 to 30 with the rest, they are playing the role of the eyes of the Lord, confirming the spiritual experience of the saint and establishing the various assignments of ministries and ministers. The laying on of hands of the apostle at Samaria was more than ministering the Holy Ghost, but confirming the work of Philip in mm. that city. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey. So, uh, what, what this is also saying to us, right, is that the ministry of the laying of hands is the, the gift of the Lord. So the Lord can call, or let me say, the, the ministry gift that we've seen earlier, whom the Lord called, the Lord empowers them or enables them, right? Yes. With this gift of laying of hands, so that they can minister the Holy Ghost to his people. Of course, like we said, anybody can minister the Holy Spirit, right? But of course, the Lord would enable the ministry gifts that he has called, like the ministry gifts of Christ. So all those that we're talking about, apostles, prophets, pastors, and so all those uh, ministry gifts, the Lord now enables them with the gift of the laying on of hands. You now see that almost everybody if not all, everybody called into ministry, lay hands. Mm. So when you see pastors, they lay hands. It's almost by, by nature, it's just something that's done, right? Pastors, apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, you see them laying hands. It's the Lord that set them so. The Lord enables them to be able to minister the Holy Ghost to his people. Yes, and also ministers, right, like that, that ministry gift that the Lord has said, they can also serve, right, as a confirm, as a, uh, as a, ah, what's the English word? As a confirmator. <laughs> as they can confirm believers. Just like uh, we read, right, with Paul. Right, they're saying I lay, I come, and then you know, he parts to you some scripture that at the end it may be, you know, be established. You no, know, I'm just, I'm just seeing it in that way that, you know, you know, establishing saints, almost like confirming, also like confirming saints too, confirming spiritual experience of the saint, right, and establishing the various assignments of the ministry. So, for example, if the ministry is, you know, ah, the, 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 I don't know how the, the best way to explain this aspect. Right, but many, the Lord who set ministry gift, right? Yes. To conf, to confirm works, so like uh, we see here. Let me quickly read uh, that uh, Act eight fourteen again. Act chapter eight verse fourteen. And now the apostles, uh, right, were at yes. Jerusalem. Had that Samaria had received the word of God, so they received the word. So the work has already started there. So they sent unto them Peter and John. So because the workers said they now sent Peter and John, right? Yes, sir. Who then, when they were come down, pray for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. 
for as yet it was falling upon none of them. So meaning that many of them there have not received the Holy Spirit. But when Paul, uh, sorry, when Peter and John came, they then began to imp- uh, pray for brethren to receive the Holy Spirit, right? And as an uh, so uh, for as yet it was falling upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So for example, uh, they are baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Just to simplify it, you can see, let's just say they got baptized and then they take them to the water. You know, they're baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay, baptized unto Jesus, right? But they've not, just just like the those uh, believers at Ephesus that Paul met, right? That to what are you baptized? They are baptized unto John. And I said, you know what? There's another one you have to have that's baptized you with the spirit, right? So these believers here, they were baptized unto Jesus. So now, of course, it's not just John. Now you have Jesus, right? They are baptized with the name of the Lord Jesus. And of course, in a way, in a way, just to simplify it, is you can we can say that this is the baptism of or the baptism of getting born again, right? Mm-hmm. So when you are born again. Right, uh, you come into baptism of the Holy Spirit, which you can also call the baptism of the. And now, this baptism, when I say this baptism, I'm not talking about the infilling of the Spirit here. I'm just talking about you get born again, you have access to the Holy Spirit. You can start conversing with the Holy Spirit, you can start gisting with the Holy Spirit, right? Like, ah, now Holy Spirit talks to me about only things like my key and my. And you know, you know, you have you, be, you begin a relationship, but then in that relationship, you can be filled, they can pour, like, like we, we can, like we read earlier, that the, the baptism of the Holy Ghost is a pouring. I will pour out my spirit upon is a pouring. So, in your container as a vessel, they can keep they can pour into you. So, there's a pouring. That they can point to that, that we can call the being baptized in the Holy Ghost. When the poor spirit inside you, it can activate things, uh, activate things, excite spiritual things inside of you, magnify things. And as it's magnifying things, you are moving into a different experience in the spirit. Right? Because yes. it's almost like an enablement that you have. So it's like just tuning you or winding you up ahead. They wind you, they can wind you up. You no, know, it's just like people that get drunk. They don't get drunk once. They keep yes. drinking, small, small. As they are drinking, they keep. They, they, I don't know for those that drink, they will know. But for what I, for what I know, right? The first, the first stage is what well, those that drink uh, and then you know get drunk. All those things. The first mm. stage you have to be, you have to be tipsy, mm. right? When they are tipsy, meaning that they are not drunk, but. There's just maybe a little little taste of the Holy Ghost there. Sorry, time is gone, but I mean this is the last major the last major thing uh, I'm explaining because I mean this is this is the last part of the of the chapter. Mahatofene Maharia, right? This this aspect of the Holy Spirit here is you can you can have a little bit of it and you just drink it small small. You sip it a little bit, and it's possible to drink alcohol and you're not even drunk at all. You're not even tipsy. Right, so in yes. such a way you can drink Holy Ghost like that, whereby you're not there's nothing, there's no sign of anything going on yet. Mm. We are drinking spirit. 
then if you take more of it, it will increase the, the alcohol level within the body, right? So you can call that body as that a container that has, a, that has its maximum level that it can be filled to, right? So when you take the little, and it's just a little bit of it, uh, it may seem as if you're not even drinking anything. You can still be drinking casually like that as if nothing is happening. So when you're reading your Bible, it may look like nothing is happening. When you are praying, it may look like nothing is happening, but something is happening. You see, you have a little yeah. measure, right? Now, you can drink more. Hmm. When, you, when you receive the outpour of this, when there's more put inside you, ah, they can excite things more. It's almost like the more they pour into you, the more you are flying up into the mm. spirit, the more you are being elevated, the more you are being taken up, you are being taken up. You are, you are, you are, the more of the spirit you take, the more of your natural mind you leave. The more, the more spiritual sense, the more your spiritual senses become alert. Yes. Right? More, just becoming more alert, more alive. Spirit in hand. That's that's there. That means you are receiving more pouring. They are pouring more. You are be, you are getting more immersed. And then you can keep drinking more. Or to the point where you start getting tipsy. Now you are beginning to feel like ah, oh, something is happening. Something is happening here. Hmm. Right. And then you can keep drinking, drinking until you are full. When you are full, you I mean at that point, and the thing about being fit is that the more you the more you move into the spirit, the more you live natural sense. Yes, so so you begin to take more spiritual sense. So there is the feeling of the spirit. I just explained the feeling of the spirit, just just quickly to talk about this area a bit. But so there's the feeling of the spirit in that area. Hmm. Right? So just explaining, I think. It's mean that you know moving to this route, eh? But just to explain that, you know, they, they were they were baptized only in the name of the Lord Jesus, right? So their the experience as they have not they have not received so much outpour yet, right? To be filled with the spirit, because or to be filled with the spirit, or the spirit to be, I'm talking, I'm trying to explain that the word the scripture, the word the scripture uses, for he has not fallen upon any of them. That doesn't mean that they don't have spirit at all. They have a little measure, but that falling of them is the pouring on them. So when you pour something on something, what you pour will fall on what that, what is being poured on. So when the when Holy Spirit is being poured, when the spirit is being poured upon his soul, it has what is happening is it was it is falling on the soul like a rain. When rain is falling, hmm. it will just fall on top of that below. And those are the things we should desire more. We should desire more of that. Amen. But moving more into uh, our conversation here. So the Saint Paul, uh I don't know why I'm, I keep saying Paul. They sent Peter. And John, they are like Paul too much. They sent Peter and John, and when they came down, they prayed for sin, and then the Holy Ghost fell upon them. Right as they lay hands on them, they received the Holy Ghost, and by doing so, Peter and John were sent as the eyes of the Lord, almost like an overseer over the work. And they went there 
to confirm the work that is happening in Samaria. So you can have that happening. And of course, we've, we've seen different expressions of that. So for example, now, when even Life Meeting started, right, it was just us, you know, little, little uh, people that, I mean, I was the least, now. I don't even know anything then. So that time, I, maybe I thought I know something, but I didn't, I didn't even know, I don't even know, I know anything. And even <laughs> now, I still don't know anything. But, oh. you know, uh, that time, uh, you know, work just started, you know, started teaching as well. But after the well, Reverend came, ministered, part of that expression is almost like confirming the work, right? Almost yes. con- confirming the work that is ongoing, almost like the eyes, just like Peter and John had to come, pray for believers. Like so when Reverend came and started teaching us and teaching us the word, he's more, and part of some of those teachings too were impartations. They may not, yeah. There may not have been a physical hand being laid, but hands were being laid in the spirit. Yes. Hands were being laid in the spirit. Souls were coming under the hand of the Lord, being laid on, but for impartation, different things were happening. As impartation was going, gifts are manifesting more, right? Different, different things was happening. The Lord was you know, setting the work as, 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 it should, as, as it should be. The Lord is just you know, setting it. Administration is happening, right? The Lord is moving. Why? Because he had to come just to confirm the work like mm. that. I can see it in different, different ministries, that, those kind of things happening where you, know, you might have a minister and then you call maybe a, another minister to come, maybe someone, a spiritual father that they are submitting to just come confirm the work. And you can see that there even in scripture that is happening here. So Peter and John right, came to confirm the work. The work. So we can see them laying hands on believers. So all those things that were happening was it was just it was beyond just ministering the Holy Spirit. Yes, it was just more than that. So the, all the activity that they saw there, just them laying hands and people were being filled. That laying on of hands there, you know, I think that's the main focus we are talking about. Now. So that laying on of hands and then pray and lay hands on uh, of, of the apostles on the brethren there was more of confirming work, confirming the work. Of Philip in the city, you confirm the work. You confirm the work. I mean, if they are not confirming the work, they will not come and be laying hands. Yes, sir. Yeah. If if they if they want to scatter, they just ah, Philip, come please. Um, you know, <laughs> you just give Philip the left leg <laughs> of fellowship. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, a left leg. There's one use left leg, but it's to kick out. Just kick out. Amen. Amen. Uh, I hope we have been blessed. Sorry, I yeah. took uh, a little bit of our time, but, but this is where we are going to uh, stop. This is the end. I uh, know it's, it's a very short uh, teacher, I think, and, and I hope we have been blessed and we have more understanding concerning you know, the doctrine of the laying on of hands. We know what it is for. We know that with the laying on of hands, things can be transferred. And we've seen examples of those things. And we know that even through the laying of hands, impartation can take place. Through laying of hands, healing can take place. When laying of hands, they can lay hands to separate men uh, that are called into ministry to separate them for the work, right? When hands can be laid to minister the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, right? They can also lay hands to cast out evil spirit or heal the sick. Yes. Amen. Amen. And we can also see as the Lord even confirming to Reverend Kenneth Hagin 
that there is a ministry called the ministry of laying on of hands, right? Yes. That Peter and John had that we saw here, which they were using to confirm the work, right, in the ministry. And that is where I would stop. Uh, for further study, we can read the book of Acts chapter 8, verse 14 to 21. That scripture again. We can read, or I will just read the book of Acts chapter 8. Or we can read, we can read Leviticus chapter 4, verse 4 and 15. Or we can read, I mean, just to see what they're talking about there. You can read that. Uh, I think I will uh, stop there. Uh, for uh, Pastor, I don't know if, uh, you know, I think I think I think I would just uh, I'll stop here. I don't know if you have uh, anything else on on this. So dean of study, I don't know if you, I don't know if you have uh, anything to say to us. Um, but Pastor, uh, it's fine, sir. You are, you are in chat, sir. No yes, problem. sir. No Thank problem, you. sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank uh, you so, so much. Sir. Thank you for blessing us. Thank God, sir. Can we just begin to thank God for today? But I will thank you. It seems there is a question on the chat, sir. I oh, know. I didn't see that there's a question. Okay. Uh, right. What does it say? Say, sir, can you lay hands on yourself if you are sick, for example, or it must be another that lay hands? Okay. So uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I should answer this question, sir, pastors, but. Uh, uh, Okay, I guess because of time, uh, is it something we can answer now? We can answer next week. Also, we can keep it to next week, sir. Okay, sir. Mm, we just keep the question so that we can answer it well. We can answer it well, yes, because yeah. time has gone. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. So time has gone. Uh, sorry, I think we can the very last. Ah, sorry. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to keep this question. Uh, and this will be one of the questions we'll answer next week because after every teaching, there's usually a, a question and answer session. So next week, um, I'm not, okay, let me know see specifically, but when, when during the question and answer session, we would answer this question. Of course, we'll look at that next week. So because of time, because if we start to answer this one now, it might take time before we finish. So. I will uh, encourage everybody. I would like to see an answer to this question to also join next week uh, when we'll be looking at the questions. So that will be it. Sorry uh, that we couldn't answer the question today. I do apologize for that just due to time. Uh, praise the Lord. Can we just begin to thank God for today? Uh, but what I can say is that, I mean, there's nothing wrong in praying for yourself. If you are sick, you can pray. God's grace, but the main question will be answered next week. Amen. Let's just begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise, Mahata, Nahata, Fashina, Makata. Thank you, Father, for helping us even to, to look into to this lesson today. Thank you for mercy and thank you for your kindness. Oh, Father, we thank you for strengthening us even to learn about the laying on of hands. Father, we pray, oh Lord, Mahata, Fana, Koshita, Father, as we learned. Concerning laying on of hands, so Lord, that uh, it can be even for healing. We pray for healing tonight for those that are looking for 
for healing. Mahasinamata, that you will heal, you will give healing to every sickness, Lord. We pray for healing. We are praying, Lord, this, this prayer of faith, even as we have learned that by the laying of hands, healing can take place. It can be transferred. We have learned, Father, that there can be the impartation of spirit. While we pray, Lord, for those that might be looking for more impartation, for to be imparted by your spirit, we pray for impartation of spirit upon heart here tonight in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, for, for impartation, for healing, for healing. For healing, for those looking for healing, Father, that healing will begin to take place even in their bodies right now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we pray, Father, even for those that are praying for your gift, we pray that your spirit will impart them even for the giving of your gift. In the name of Jesus, for the gift of the spirit, that those that are looking, even here or there that are praying, that says desire earnestly for those that desire even to have gifts, we pray, Father, that there will be an impartation, an out, outpour, impartation of an outpour of impartation upon heart for gifts. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We believe you've answered us. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for your word. We thank you for helping us even in this lesson. So we die also today in Jesus' name. And as we have learned, Lord, we pray that we will profit with this lesson in the mighty name of Jesus. That these this lessons will bear fruit in us. That that which you have designed and desired for to be established in our heart by this lesson, Father, will take place upon every heart in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.